Hello everyone, this is Scott Guider, the voice of Horror Radio. My special guest today is a up-and-coming talented filmmaker, Jason Christopher, for the film Nobody Gets Out Alive. Jason, what's up? Hey man, how you doing? Great, uh, thanks for coming on. Um, Thank you. No problem. And Nobody Gets Out Alive is a very badass, cool, 80s throwback feel in the film which I grew up in the 80s so any film that has the slasher type woods feel in a movie pretty much I'm going to enjoy it um, <laughs> I did, this film is uh, unique You know, it has the typical um, stupid kids that go out in the woods and drink and then two other idiots join the party but there's a Story, a legend, a myth, and uh, you know how that goes. And uh, the killer alone in this film, I thought, you have passion for him. You know, a lot of slasher films, you know, it's a killer. You don't have that passion, the uh, sympathy for the killer. In this mm-hmm. film here, it tends to um, grab at your heart. And then he takes it to extremes and so forth. But go ahead. I, I'm blabbing away. But go ahead and tell the, the no. listeners, uh, tell the listeners about your film who hasn't seen it. Well, that's a, like like thank you for actually saying that about uh, the killer hunter because uh, the whole thing with like about that. I mean, I'm kind of jumping ahead as opposed to just talk about the movie. I'm just going to talk about the killer for a second um, because mm-hmm. like when I first when we were first making the movie and had like the first cut and stuff like that. You know, like, it was just like, okay, dumb kids go in the woods, like, it's a given, and then, you know, you have this killer. And, like, in the middle of the movie, there's a straight-up just monologue of the killer talking about why he's doing everything and all that type of stuff. And then, like, the tables turn, you're just like, hell yeah, I'm going to root for the killer. But, um, yeah, like, not a lot of people are just like, oh, that's so stupid, I don't like that and stuff. I'm just like, well, then you just don't have a heart. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. That's how right. I look at that. Um, But, no, and that's why, like, I didn't really... Like, I was just like, oh, yeah, you know, whatever, he's just a killer and stuff like that. But what really made me just say to hell with the kids and who cares about the kids wasn't until our distributor was just like, we don't care for the kids. We know that they're, it's a typical horror movie, and you know that these, these kids are going to die. We don't care. What we like is the killer. We like the hunter as character, so we just want to focus on him. And I was like, okay, I actually like that better. I didn't want to do that at first. Because you can't make any, any more Jasons, you can't make any more uh, Freddies or Michaels or anything like that. Because it's just you can't have another one to be like that. But a lot of people did connect with with Hunter S, the the killer, and were just like, "Fuck the kids, I'm yeah. all for the killer. He's badass." And I'm just like, "Okay, cool, you get the movie." <laughs> <laughs> but um, but no, the movie itself, it's just my thank you to the 70s and 80s horror genre um i didn't grow up in the 80s i'm a 90s kid i was born in 87 but all the 90s movies horror movies they completely were boring they did nothing for me uh scream was cool but after scream that's when they started to kick back up again but it was it's all the older the old school slasher movies that i love watching like the prowler black old the 70s and 80s ones uh prowler Black Christmas, uh, Friday 13 Part 3, the original Halloween 2, um, like, those are my favorites, and they just, they had this effect on you, right? as opposed to, like, the horror movies nowadays, like, I hate the clean look of things, and digital, and that's why, like, the movie looks like, 
it looks a little shitty because we threw some grain on it to just give it that throwback feel. Yeah. Um, because I hate the, the, like, just that, the pure, like, beautifulness of it, of NHD. It's just, it just, I don't know, it just doesn't have the same effect as, as film does. So, right. so I wanted to make it look like we shot it on film a bit. But, um, but yeah, I mean, the movie though, it just follows your stupid average kids that just go in the woods, they have fun. And then Hunter S comes out and starts killing everybody. Um, and there's just there's more to it with the killer as opposed to the kids. Who cares about the kids, you know? Right. But other than that, it's just a fun horror movie, you know. And a lot of a lot of critics, I believe, are were thinking that I was like trying to reinvent the wheel or something like that. But no, not at all. I mean, uh. I guess it, it, it was kind of a dumb idea and ballsy, stupid little idea to make my first movie be about. Um, this will just be in a thank you movie and not like really doing anything on my own. I mean, there's, I think there's some elements where it's just like, okay, that's a little different stuff. But for the most part, it's just a big thank you letter to the 70s and 80s horror movies. So. Well, that's funny you mentioned that because the films that you mentioned that you liked, um, this is for the listeners as well. I do have a site that originally was my, um, you know, reviews, and it crashed, and all the reviews were gone, so I created a new site for new stuff, it's gruesomeherzogradio.com, so then the other old site came back up again, so I decided to go back to my youth and dedicate it to 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s uh, films. And that's a site that I want you to check out because I have a lot of VHS tapes that I got from yard nice. sales that, nice. I mean, I watched films like Kingdom of the Spiders in 77 with William <laughs> Shatner. I've watched um, The Last Shark. It's actually also known as Great White in 81 that, of course, you mentioned it. Every time there's a shark movie made now, it's a rip-off of Jaws. It's the same yeah, lame yeah. bullshit. But... Check that out because I have a lot of films I got to review yet, but there's some badass early prowlers in there. They're all—I mean, I love that stuff because I grew up in it. Now I was like 12 or 13, and I was like 12 or 13 in '81, but I like those films because it's—it's the granddaddy of today. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, it wasn't no fancy kills. I mean, they didn't show much, but that's—I understand that and. You know, that's the era. So check it out sometime, because I think that you and right. I are in the same wavelength as far as 70s and 80s stuff. I mean, there's, I got 84 reviews up there right now. I have more mm-hmm. coming, but it's 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 amazing how that, that site just took off like wildfire. I mean, yeah. it's a it's amazing. Like, I did a review of a film called, um, the hell was it? Um had two names, but it's one with um, Henry Silva in it. Um it's something something counties changed to freaking twelve hundred hits in a day and a half. I mean, wow. it's rare stuff that you only can get on VHS right now. And lucky for me that I have it on VHS. I never saw it before, so I watched it. It just, I love. It's my it's my dream. It sounds stupid, but I like to be able to review and show eighties and seventies stuff because a lot of the young generation today have no idea what filmmaking was back in the 70s and 80s. All they know is now is the newer stuff 
And I mean, think about it. How many youth actually watch independent films? Uh, not a lot, I would say that. You know, I mean, they're mostly into the high-end stuff, and I'm trying to get something that everyone can learn from. You know, not learn from me, but learn from the actual film itself. I mean, it's just some great stuff that's I never seen from back in yesterday. Hell, I watched the film. You're gonna laugh at this. It was called um, Claw, 1977. It's about a, a devil bear, and uh, that was very, very. I never even heard of it, and I really. <laughs> I quite enjoyed that one. I mean, it's really VHSE old, you know, crackly, and then just love it. I'm sorry, I'm going on a rant, but uh, no, no. but but you know, you um nobody gets out alive is like you mentioned. Uh, I mentioned earlier that when you watch it, it has that grindish old school '80s look and feel. Not so much the clothes. I mean, to a point, but I like the way it was. It, it's just really cool. I mean, I really dug Thank it. You. you know, Thank you. so you know, how's it now? Has it? It has been that. Um, has it been showed at any festivals? Yeah, man. It, uh, we did the whole festival route for like a year. Um, we did like I was well over like ten festivals around the the country, and we won two best feature awards. Uh, wow. I won a best actor. I mean, wow! I didn't win a best actor. I won a best director. <laughs> And uh, Brian Gallagher, who plays Hunter S, he won a um, Best Actor one. And wow. I think he totally deserved it. So Damn right he did. Uh, I don't think I necessarily deserved it, but I just, I thought, like, I was young and stupid when I made uh, Nobody Gets Out Alive. You know, I was, like, 20, I was 22 when we filmed it, and now I'm 25 and it's out now. But I didn't have any knowledge, you know. I mean, I had a little bit of knowledge because I would just, you know, do stuff on my own, but it was, like, the first real movie that I was ever making, the first real movie set I was ever on. So, that's why, like, I'm just, like, so whatever about the movie. I love it. I love for what it is, but, like, if I could make it again today, like, it would not even be the same movie. But, um, but that's why, like, I cannot wait to work on the next movie because, you know, it, it is original piece. It is, it's, I'm not saying thank you to anybody, so I'm just, you know, I'm making this movie that's just, like, the next one it's just like it's not a thank you it's not an homage movie or anything like that it's just a fun awesome movie and that's why I can't wait to do it because I have so much knowledge now and but nobody gets out alive though it's it's still a fun movie though but it's just like like a lot of a lot of people think that like it was made a lot of critics were saying like oh it was made for the this amount it was made for like a, a ton of money but it looks like a low budget movie I'm just like dude the movie was made for $36,000 and not a ton of money that's like no money in movie land right but but um, but you know, at the next movie, we're gonna have a budget, like a big, big budget—not a big, big budget, but a, a decent budget—and it's gonna be a lot of fun. But you know, like I'm very happy of what turned out with Nobody Gets Alive because it was a little movie. You know, it's not—it's uh, not. I'm not reinventing the wheel or anything like that. You know, it's just a fun movie, and I guess I wouldn't say necessarily we got lucky, but like it. Uh, you know, I think hard work is luck. And well, you, that is your luck, you know, when you work hard for something and then push enough. And I mean, the product's decent enough where I think people should see it. So you know, I don't know. I'm just uh, I'm pretty happy with it, but I wish that I had more now. I wish I had the knowledge now that I than I didn't. Well, see, I, don't, I don't know if I agree with that, Jason. I don't <laughs> because you know, there's nothing wrong with you. I mean, I know you're the director, you're the filmmaker, you're the daddy. This is your baby. You see things differently than what reviewers and people see 
but uh, all in all, I think it's a well-made, top-notch, in-your-face, in-the-woods slasher film that Thank you. that I love. Now, I'm going to ask you this question because I re- I told you I read this on your IMDb page, and I'm damn curious at what it means. You were asked to do a short film mm-hmm. in your high school, and there he was going to you know put it in the film festival. You mm-hmm. completed it. Teacher found out it was too ahead of its time and too graphic for his age, for his age, your age, and it turned out that you got expelled from high school. Yeah. Um, now I don't want to bring up bad things, but I'm just curious. No, I don't. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> what kind uh, of a film did you make that was too graphic? Well, it was in my film study class, and like I was the only one who was like really paying attention. Everybody else would just kind of take it and just fall asleep. It's like, oh, we get to watch movies, you know, that type of deal. But, you know, I paid attention. That was kind of like my college at that point because it was just like, okay, you know, you'll learn a little bit about, like, composition, like, lighting and stuff, but nothing crazy, but just little things. Right. And um, so my my film site teacher comes up to me, and she's just like, hey, Jason, you know, you're, like, the only one that's, like, taking this seriously in class. Um, Ruck, I think it was Rutgers or Rowan Film Festival or something, I, or maybe it was New Jersey. I forget what film, film festival it was, but she's like, uh, yada, yada, film festival is happening coming up soon i think that you know you should you should do something for it so i was like okay yeah cool that'd be cool so i literally she tells me like two months in advance of the due date i wait until literally like the day before to turn it in that sunday we film it and i have to turn it in that monday at school <laughs> but um so i made this little short video it's like a music video type ordeal thing of on the the song for a uh, gimme 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 by the band uh, a perfect circle covering it. It's originally, I think, a Black Flag song. But um, like, we did this whole video. My brother plays like this guy who's just a, like he's over like the whole war thing, and he's kind of just going crazy from like what's going on with the war in the world and all this stuff. So at the end of the video, he shoots himself, and blood like goes all over like the wall and stuff like this. And like it's just a very very dark video. So next morning, I go into class. I turn it in in the morning have film study class all this stuff uh, the, then by 8th period it's about like one thirty in the afternoon we get out at 2 o'clock I get a call to go down to my guidance counselor so I go and I uh, walk into my guidance counselor's office and they're just like hey Jason um, uh, we uh, we have to go in the other room and I'm just like okay yeah sure uh, what's going on walk into the other room doors open it's on like a conference room i walk into three police officers all the assistant principals the principal all the guidance counselors um these case managers were there what? and i'm just, yeah i'm just like what the fuck did i do <laughs> so, so um they're like jason have a seat have a seat i'm like is everything all right like like what the hell's going on and then uh, they're just like well jason you made a video and i was just like okay what about it well it's uh you offended the whole uh high school staff and um we think that it's way ahead of your time and it's too graphic and um so so it just it was like this whole process a whole half an hour later and stuff they call my parents uh my mom's just like yeah like how can i help you and then they're just like oh we just made a video you know that it's very graphic my mom's just like yeah i know i did the special effects what's wrong (laughs) 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 then they call my dad and like my dad was like 
if you if you when my dad's working at his work, like your leg better be falling off for to get a phone call. So they're just like, uh yes, um your son made a video and stuff and um uh, you know, it's very offensive and he's just like get the like just hangs up the phone on him. <laughs> but uh, my school called all the people that were names are in the credit and everybody was just like everybody that was involved with the video like their parents saw it too and they're just like yeah what's wrong with it like nothing you know it's a, it's a it's a video it's entertainment you know right they, they thought that it was very good and my school like previous to this they hated me they hated me they hated my brother they hated all like the people that we hung out with they just hated us so so much and this was their calling card to do something about it and get rid of me or something like that. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't a very, I wasn't that bad kid, so I just didn't give a shit. Right. And, um, and I was just like the class clown jackass. But, uh, they, uh, they then told my mom that I was expelled and I'm not allowed back in the school until I got a psych, uh, evaluation test. So, um, my mom was like, this is fucking bullshit. So, like, I was, I didn't go to school for, like, three weeks until, like, after my mom was just like, this is bullshit. I'm calling my lawyer. This is, like, ridiculous. You're going to be failing because you haven't been in school because they, quote, unquote, expelled you. Right. So, they expelled me and stuff, but my mom says lawyer, and then they let me back in. So, and then they hated me ever since then. And then, actually, that was in 11th grade, and then in 12th grade, my film study teacher was actually my English teacher. And the first day of class, she was like, is this going to be a problem, Jason? I'm like, as long as you don't turn me in again, I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> it, was such, it was such bullshit, but it yeah, is. man, they, they expelled me, but they did let me back in after confrontation and stuff like that. But it was such bullshit. Um, and I never took the psych evaluation test. I'm a big, like, cuddly bear. I'm not, I'm like... I'm like the most happiest guy in the world, and you could you could meet any horror filmmaker, writer, whatever. They're the most down to earth, nice person in the world. Yeah. And I don't know why we make these uh, horrible, horrific movies and stuff like that, but um, but yeah. So I got expelled, and they let me back in. That's amazing. <laughs> that's so amazing. I mean, that's South Jersey for you, I guess. I, I don't that's know. Exactly. That was horrendous. And the funny thing is, too, um, they want me to come back. And speak, do like an assembly and speak to like, like, like a large amount of group to just like, you know, stick with your dreams and stuff, type stuff. I think that's going to be hilarious when I do that because they expelled me for wanting to do my dream. <laughs> well, you make sure that you casually just throw the internet. Well, you know, boys and girls, just be careful because if you make something too graphic, they will expel you. <laughs> That'd be funny. I'm going to totally say it. I don't even give a shit. All right. What can I do? Expel you? Yeah, exactly. What are they going to do? Kick me out? <laughs> wow. I mean, that, that is so funny because you imagine what they're thinking now. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, that's why, like, I um, I, I was very cool with, uh, like, there was a couple teachers that were cool or whatever, but for 98% of the, that high school staff, they I hated them all. Um, but I was very, very cool with this one teacher. He's, the, he's like, the sweetest guy in the whole world. Very, very awesome guy. Um, I kind of I, I stay in touch with him a little bit, and he actually has like the movie poster like hanging in like his office and stuff or his classroom. And then um, when we went, we we did a um, DVD release party on the 26th when the movie came out, and one of the uh, principals came in and uh, was just like, "Oh wow, this is crazy, Jay." And I was just like, "Yeah, I know, right?" And they and you guys expelled me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And then he was just like, he's like, oh, no, no, well, you're obviously doing well, so it doesn't matter. I'm just like, no, it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter now, but it mattered then, damn it. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that story. That's a great story. I had to ask you about that. I said, are you kidding uh, me? Totally fine. 
Wow. So your next project you can't talk about, obviously, but um, can you give, like, is it a horror? It is a, it's everything, man. Uh, it's a sci-fi movie. It's a thriller movie. It's a horror movie. It's a mystery movie. It's a, mo- it's all around, it's, it's a monster movie. Um, nice. I can't, I can't say that much, but it's a monster movie with a, this crazy twist at the end. And all I can say is that the title is called Monsters Within. So it's it's so much fun. Um, the script's actually being reworked on right now. I I wrote the uh, I wrote all the drafts, but then I got my buddy, who's a phenomenal writer. Um, he's going to just like polish it off and make it really really good, and just make all the connections meet because the the twist at the end, kind of right now, just wasn't played out correctly. So we're just getting it fixed up to be the best thing possible, and then we're going to be searching for money, and then you know. Hopefully we can start filming by the end of this year. I'm hoping. Nice. But it's going to be so so much fun. There's a lot of a lot of good things in the works for this movie that I just cannot wait to, now, to get to work on. Now is that going to be filmed in Jersey or do you find it at other we're, areas? We're looking to do it in PA actually. Um, looking to hopefully do somewhere in PA because the whole story takes place in like a small town type ordeal thing, where it's like kind of like more of like mom and pop type shops owned and stuff nice. but um it's it's a very very cool story i mean we want to do it in pa uh we really would like to do it in like down in um like uh new orleans or georgia but uh not sure if we can get that with all the budget that we're trying to do it with uh, keep it homegrown so we'll, keep it homegrown yeah yeah i would like to definitely so so we'll see what happens no oh, wow hmm let me know because i am in pa yeah, yeah, absolutely. Come on set and do to an interview or something. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Cool. Great, great. Well, you know, is there anything else you would like to to talk about before we uh, end the interview? I mean, is there anything that we missed? I mean, that the, the movie's out now. It's available at all WalMarts, on iTunes, uh, wherever you can get DVDs at. Besides, like Best Buy and Target, it's not there. I don't know why, but um, it's at all WalMarts. Uh, it's on iTunes. Uh, it'll be on Netflix. Instant soon um but uh it's i think it's on netflix dvd now and uh it'll be in Redbox within the next couple months and yeah man just hopefully i just want everyone to know that it's not i'm not reinventing the wheel or anything i just want people to go in and watch it like like how you would go and watch a movie back in the day and just be like oh you know i saw friday the 13th i saw halloween and then i saw nobody gets out alive like i'm not i'm not <laughs> I'm not putting it on the level of those movies, but it's just like, oh, you know, like if this movie was out back then, that's what like you would say, like you exactly. know, I saw, um, exactly. as like a bunch, maybe like a double bill or something like that. But um, but no, so that's why I just want people to know that I'm not reinventing the wheel, and it's just a fun my thank you to the horror genre, and and it's funny when people are just like, um, you know. Uh, it's so cliche and shit. I'm like, the cover says an homage. Of course, it's going to be cliche. Oh, I know. <laughs> it, it, it's it's so hard to just like to drill this in people's heads that uh, I'm not trying to invent sliced bread or anything, you know. And and then uh, like a couple people would just be like, oh well, you know, the daughter dies from you know playing hopscotch in like the middle of the road, and the drunk driver kills him and stuff. And they're, they're just like, oh, well, why was she playing in the middle of the road? And, you know, I'm actually writing this uh, a sequel uh, I've been writing the past couple of days. Just not even, I don't even know if it'll even get made or anything like that, but it, it's just, it's a part two. 
and it literally picks up with the very last frame of the first one, and it's just everything gets explained. Why she was playing in the street with the hopscotch. Why the why is Clint Howard's character in there for only one minute? Um, everything gets unraveled, and it's so friggin' cool. I was you just talking. You gotta about, do it. You gotta get it. I'm trying to. That's why, like, I got it. Like, the the whole thing. It's not about money. When I sit, tell people to go and go buy and stuff, because at the end of the day, I'm not going to see a dollar from this. Um, it's everything. Go, after everybody gets their fair share, I might see like ten dollars. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. But um, but no, um, but but that's why, like, I'm just. I, I, I tell people to go make sure they rent it, go buy it, whatever they got to do, just because. It's going to open up doors to hopefully get the second one made. And I made the first one, which is a dumb, ballsy move. I made the first one to just make the second one. The second one just tells so much of everything. I set everything up on the first one. And when I was talking to my producer about it last night, like he was like, you know what, dude? Like I think even the people that hate the first one, if they see the second one, they'll appreciate the first one. Exactly. Because it just everything just sets it up for the sequel. And that's why, like, it's kind of a bad move to. To, like just really jump ahead and make a first one just to make a second one because I'm a nobody and who knows if this movie's going to take off or flop or whatever but it, it's it's just it's the second one is just so so awesome it just everything gets tied in together what like who the like I mean you saw the movie but uh-huh. the, the person at the very end of it and stuff you understand like who this guy is now uh-huh. um, you understand I don't know if you saw after the credits but um, there's something there with uh, with Clint Howard and the main character, that all gets everything gets wrapped up, and that's why I, I hope that we can do the second one. Well, see now, do you you mentioned to me something that really irritates me? Not what you said, but what somebody else says. Why do people care? Well, why is she why is she in the street doing hops? I mean, why why would you even care? I know, I know. That's what. That's where like people just want to nitpick. Exactly. And I kind of get it, but you know what? If you look around the surroundings, there's no other houses. I mean, there's not really an establishment Mm -hmm. of of like an empty street or whatever. But you kind of can tell that it's an empty street. There's no other houses. If I lived in a place around that, I would probably play in the middle of the street too and not really worry about it. I mean, that and also if you look very closely, there's not a sidewalk. <laughs> right, right. So, I mean, what are you going to play hopscotch on the stones in the middle of the driveway? It's, you know, one, like, it's one thing for her to be doing hopscotch in a city. Okay, then maybe you might want to question that. But come on, people. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You can't please them all. You know what? Bad press is good press. Fuck it. Yeah, well, that's why, like, uh, at first, because, like, a lot of people, like, I, I come across a lot of good reviews, and I also come across a lot of bad reviews. There's no in-betweens, um, but all the bad reviews, they at least say, you know, like, there's potential for, for this filmmaker, and I'm looking forward to seeing what he does next. Cool, I'll take that. Yeah. But, like, there was one critic that called me um, a prick and called me a fucking jackass. <laughs> I was like, whoa, like, really? Like... Holy shit, man! Like, tell us how you really feel, man. Like, wow! Like, I was so blown away by that review. But um, but no, I, I thank God I have a couple friends that are actually like in the industry of either film or um or music industry, and they get critic cr- criticized all the time with their stuff and their work. So I talked to them a couple times. I'm just like, like, how the hell do you guys deal with critics and stuff, man? Like, this is like my first movie, and I'm just. You know, like, I wrote this script when I was 17 years old, and now it came out when I was 25, so it's like, it really is like, I just grown this baby, and now it's released in the world, and just, 
you know, just seeing bad reviews, it hurts so much. And they're just like, don't even look at them. Who gives a shit? People get paid to to talk bad about a movie, you know. Um, and, and it's mainly a lot of the small bloggers. They just like, oh, this movie's retarded or something. I'm just like, oh, cool, great, thanks. But the bigger companies, they actually kind of they they actually they understand what I was trying to do. So that's I'm very thankful for that. And then once I saw that, uh, ain't it cool news? Which is like I'm a huge website. I'm a, I follow that website like all the time. Um, once I saw that they liked the movie, I was like, oh my god, that made that made everything so much better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now the uh, uh, the next issue of Fangoria magazine, whenever it should be out on the shelves like any day, there's going to be a review in there, and I don't know it yet. And that's like the mother of all like horror ma- uh, like reviewers magazines and stuff. So I'm hoping that they 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 liked it. You know, I'm not expecting like five stars or something like that, but hopefully they're just like, ah, it's okay, go check it out. Not not like this movie sucked. <laughs> yeah, well, not bragging, but I've um, noticed that I was in two Fangoria magazines for two movies, nice. so, you nice. know, um, yeah, you mentioned it, um, a lot of these small-time bloggers or whatever, and a lot of that goes to your age. Yeah. I mean, it's a fact, because I know a reviewer that doesn't think it's right for anybody in the 17 to 25 year old range should be making movies and that's just pig headed and jealousy and ignorant but fuck them if they think, yeah. they, if they, think they can do a movie older then go ahead and do it it ain't that easy yeah I mean so. it's not easy at all and that's why like uh, you kind of have to jump into this game at an early age because it takes a long time to make a movie get financing and make a movie yep. um, you know like like we started looking for we well we looked for money when I was 22 and filmed it when I was 22 and like I got pretty lucky I would say you know just from busting my ass all the time and, and having a good producer uh, we were able to find money very quickly but we also made the movie for only $36,000 so it wasn't like we're trying to get like a million dollars to make this movie, so um, I mean, like, you, like anybody can make a movie nowadays. Uh, but the matter of fact is, how many people are going to pick it up, you know, um, and put it on a shelf for you? That's the harder part. And that's yeah. where, like, I think, like, I'm not going to say once again that like we got lucky or anything, but I think that we did a lot of pushing and shoving. We did like a whole year just marketing the movie, and then uh, we finally got the distributor, Image Entertainment, and they just they understood the movie. They totally understood what I was trying to do, and I'm very thankful for that. So, good deal. Well, it's an honor having you on. Uh, great to Thanks. chat with you. Uh, yeah. I don't care anybody says it's a a damn good film. That's gruesome said that, and um, you know it's. Everybody, it's a must-see, so go out there and do your thing. Buy, rent, just do it. Thank you it's so much. well worth a watch. So thanks Thank a lot, you. Jason. You take care no, of man, yourself. Thanks. You too, man. We'll see you. All right, bye. Uh, we'll definitely talk soon. Yeah, definitely, man. All right, Jason. All righty. Take care of yourself, buddy. We'll see you. You too, man. Later. Thank you. Bye.